there and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We're excited that you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to us. We certainly hope that you will be edified and Christ would be glorified. If you're new to the podcast, I'd like to encourage you and all of our regular listeners to go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all lowercase, all one word. And there you can find links to our social media accounts, a way of contacting us with your Bible questions. And that's what we're going to be doing today, is answering questions from listeners just like you from all around the world that God has really blessed us with, uh, a really good audience. And it continues to grow, we hope and pray that it will continue to grow and everybody will uh, understand God a little better, have a deeper desire to study the Word, and find a good group to worship with and pray with and celebrate Christ and what He has done for us. Also, if you're new, we also have a prayer request page on our webpage. Uh, there you can go to that as well and pray for those folks. Many of those people have taken time out of their day uh, to ask for prayers. And so if you're a Christian prayer warrior, I would certainly hope that you would do so. And I understand, again, I say this on a regular basis, that prayer list does not change uh, dramatically from week to week. But occasionally we do get a request and we add it. Uh, to the web page or I will get the request to take it down and so we we honor that so if you do have a prayer request uh, you can do that through our contact page and make sure that uh, on the subject line that you you make a note uh, prayer request so that it gets spotted quickly we get a lot of junk email as everybody else does I'm sure and so today again we're going to try to answer some questions that, that came in uh, Several of them came from the same listener, and it's Kevin, and I appreciate you, Kevin, listening to the podcast, uh, and I hope and pray that you'll continue to study God's Word, and uh, we're going to try to answer your questions as well. The first one that he asked was, when the Bible talks about aliens, does this include man from Mars and Bigfoot? Well, the short answer is no. When the Bible talks about aliens, it usually has to do with somebody outside the Jewish uh, culture. They are not Jews, uh, usually a Gentile, somebody from another country. We would use that term uh, even in our language today. Uh, we use the term illegal alien. Somebody is into a, a country that was not, they're not legally supposed to be in that particular country. And so that's what that word really means. And so you asked also about, you know, is this real? Well, I, I'm going to say probably not. I mean, it's just, it's just some kind of, of I don't know, uh, entertainment, uh, a phenomenon. It could be evil uh, as well, if, if you want to go into the paranormal of this. And the Bible really uh, stresses very hard for us not uh, to get into the paranormal. Uh, we are to stay away from that. And, and there's reasons God does that. And that's really to protect us. You know, there is some scientific uh, facts that you can Google. You can find it uh, on the internet fairly easy. NASA, uh, and I know other countries, I think Russia and uh, 
Japan and, and China are now all sending uh, what we would call spacecraft or satellites uh, into our solar system. Uh, my, recently, China sent a satellite to, uh, to orbit and take pictures of the dark side of the moon. You know, I remember when Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 were launched and went through the solar system, and they're, uh, last I knew, they were out of the solar system. And so NASA, I think it's neat, the pictures that they take with these satellites and the imagery that comes back. I think it just shows the great power of the Creator. And Genesis chapter 1 makes it pretty clear that God is the creator of the entire universe. In fact, uh, God created the earth before he created the sun, the moon, and the stars. And so, and God made everything in it. Uh, Acts chapter 17, we'll talk about that as well. Now, in 1976, again, the United States, they send two landers to Mars. Each had instruments that could dig into uh, the soil of that planet and do scientific uh, tests on it to see if there was any life in it. And they didn't find anything. And so I know there's a new uh, machine, robot, whatever, on Mars recently. And supposedly now it's found, you know, there is moisture in the sand, which is why wouldn't there be? I mean, if it's if it's dirt, uh, and so um, some I know somebody will say, well, there's water, there's life. Very well could be, but there's absolutely no sign of life. Okay, and, and I think if NASA found life, intelligent life, let me clarify that, uh, they would be flaunting it very quickly on the news. I mean, this would be big news because I think as as much as I enjoy what NASA does and seeing what they do, uh, there is a dark side of NASA, and they are out to prove that all life is evolution, and that there is life on other planets, and if they can prove that, uh, they're going to throw uh, the Bible out the window and say, see Christians, how wrong uh, you've been all this time, and they're going to make fun of us. And so, uh, again, I, I know astronomers are constantly finding new planets in, in very distant solar system. I know some people would say, well, that has to prove there must be life somewhere else in the universe. But the fact is none of these have ever proven anything close to any kind of life-supporting uh, planet. First of all, there is a huge, tremendous distance between Earth and these planets. I mean, you could put an infant in a rocket and send him there. And they would die before they even got there. Okay, it's, I mean, they are long, long ways away. Um, I read years ago that to go from one side of the Milky Way to the other side of the Milky Way at the speed of light, it was, a fun, it was amazing how many uh, thousands of years. And so uh, the Milky Way alone, our galaxy, is very, very huge. And so uh, can there be life uh, on these other planets, part of your question was uh, like dogs or uh, plants. Well, there very well could be, but again, there is no way to prove it. The Bible is silent about it, does not say anything. 
Uh, in fact, the Bible leans uh, pretty hard that God created mankind in His image, and that you know Adam and Eve were made perfect; they were without sin, uh, they were living in paradise, uh, a utopia is what we're trying to create in our world today, and it'll never happen because of sin, uh, because men and the flesh are weak, and people like to sin. I mean, all of us sin and fall short of the glory. And so, uh, Jesus didn't die for dogs and cats. Uh, he didn't die for algae or uh, a palm tree on some other planet or whatever. It doesn't mean that they're not there. Oh. But it doesn't matter. It does not affect my salvation or yours. What does affect our salvation is the fact that Christ came to this earth Bible's pretty clear. He died once and for all sin, and he did it on this planet. He didn't do it on some other planet. We're hearing about it uh, secondhand or just a, a myth or a story. It is fact that Jesus did walk on the earth. He did suffer. He did die. And there's plenty of evidence of the real uh, historical Jesus did exist, and even outside of the Bible, there is some. And so. Again, in Second Peter verse uh, chapter three verse nine, it says basically that unless these people are mortal beings, uh, there was there's no need to die. I mean, animals can't sin; they suffer and and die and get sick and all that because creation cries out because of the sin that's happened. Someday when Christ returns, and yes, he will return, and he does away with all that, makes a new creation, uh, the devil and his demons and whatnot uh, will not be allowed to, to harass uh, mankind uh, ever again. And so we, we will experience uh, the, the true believers washed in the blood. Uh, we will experience what Adam and Eve did in the garden prior to uh, their sin and their fall. I, I hope that really uh, answers your question. The uh, I've had that question somewhat uh, several times over the years, and, and people like to go into Genesis and you know they they talk about the different. Uh, being at least large man type animals, uh, no, excuse me, man, human beings, I'll get it out, uh, human beings. Um, you know, I, I don't know a lot about that. I, I've studied some of it, and it does seems like it's just whoever's writing the book, that's their theory, and you ought to read somebody else, and they'll have a different theory about it. One thing is clear. They were all destroyed in the flood, and so God wiped them out. They didn't believe in God. Uh, they mocked uh, God. They were evil. Noah uh, is noted to have preached uh, to them to turn away from their sin and worship the one true God, and the New Testament says they did not. And the only ones that were saved out of the flood was Noah, his wife, his sons, and their wives. And so all of mankind is a direct descendant of Noah. And therefore, uh, you know, 
again, if, if this is into the paranormal, I think aliens and Bigfoot could very well fall into that as a Christian. Uh, we need to be careful how deep we really get into that. And to say it's absolutely true, and, and we got to be careful. I think uh, we just need to be careful. And so, again, I, I Kevin, I hope this uh, answers your questions. Again, I understand uh, what you're coming from. There are many other planets out there. Uh, but, again, we just simply don't know anything about them. They're too far away to know if they really could support life or not. And until we could actually travel there, we will actually probably never really know in our lifetime, especially. Uh, if we even we sent a satellite there, Voyager 1, 2 type example, uh, you and I wouldn't, wouldn't live long enough to know the results of all of that. Again, I, I hope that that answers uh, your question. And please continue to listen. If you have more questions, I will do my best to answer uh, your question. Thank you, Kevin. Okay, our next question that we have, and this one came in some time ago, and I emailed them back. But what is a cult? What is a cult? Well, you know, we throw that term around sometimes in the Christian uh, community. Uh, it might be a little too easy. Usually when we don't agree with something uh, that perhaps another group is doing, we call instantly call them a cult or false teachers. And they may or may not be. I, I don't know because I don't go over there and talk to them uh, that, that, you're, that you're asking about. I don't know who you're actually referring to. And general answer would be this. Any group of people who do not believe in the deity of Jesus would fall instantly for me as into a cult category. And the deity of Jesus means he's God in the flesh. And there are several groups out there who do not believe that Jesus is God. They believe he was a created being. And the Trinity, you know, they, they said it's not... There's no word in the Bible that says Trinity. Well, that's true. Uh, the, that word is nowhere to find, be found in the Scripture. However, the Trinity is there. And if you go and, and you read when Jesus is baptized here, and, and let's do that real quick. And if you have a Bible, I, I encourage you to, to read this and, and follow along. It's in Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1 and, and verse 10. Here's Jesus. Uh, he's gone uh, out to meet John, the baptizer. And Jesus goes into the water. In verse 10, he said, it says, And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice, verse 11, came from heaven. You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. So in these two short verses, right here together in this one event, you have Jesus, who is being baptized. You have the Spirit, or the Dove, descending from heaven. And then you have the voice of the, of the Father, You are my beloved Son. I mean, who else would call Jesus a Son? except the Father would say that. And so, 
right here we have the Trinity. Now, there's only one God, and I know this is controversial with, among some groups, uh, but Jesus does accept worship, and we are to only worship one God. I mean, the Ten Commandments are very clear about that. Uh, the New Testament is clear about that. We worship one God. We do not worship as Christians uh, three separate different gods. And this is an issue that uh, cults, they will throw out there and say this uh, theodism, big fancy word for saying you believe in three gods, and the Bible really says there's only one. That's true. The Bible does say that. Worship the Lord your God and Him alone. I mean, worship Him uh, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Uh, again, one God, one Creator. Do I completely understand the Trinity? No, I don't. I just believe it because that's what the Bible teaches. And so that would be one definition of a cult. That they do not believe in the deity of Jesus at all. And so, um, now, Webster has a definition of a cult. And here it is, a system of religious worship or a ritual devoted uh, attachment uh, to a person, principle, etc. Especially when regarded as a fad. Okay. A dictionary gives, you know, maybe a current meaning based on common usage. Uh, but I don't know that Webster again really goes far enough. Uh, a religious cult uh, will say we are exactly, we are the only true people, we're the only ones going to heaven, and anybody else, is, they're just full of beans. Uh, it requires uh, a deep respect and reverence for one individual within that clan. Uh, okay, they control communication and information to the members. Uh, it teaches that you cannot trust anybody that's outside of that group, uh, especially uh, family members. If, you know, you can't talk to your mom and dad if they do not believe the same thing that you do. Uh, they offer this utopian reward of joy, peace, and satisfaction, and fulfillment. It, cults usually, and I understand there could be an exception to this, but they usually seek out young college kids. They're just out of the home, and these kids are still trying to form and find their identity, uh, who they are. Uh, maybe you know, and if they're coming out of an unhappy home situation, maybe they've had a personal crisis. They feel rejected by society, and they are just simply searching for a solution to uh, political and global problems. Okay, uh, we need to. That's why it's so important as Christian parents, if you had children, to. To show them the love of God and explain to them why you go to church. Just don't say, well, it's one hour to give to the Lord. Or, uh, because I told you so. or uh, I mean, they're, they're, whatever. And so you need to help your children and encourage your children. We go to church because. And you need to tell them why we go. Uh, they're listening to you. And so uh, the Jewish 
uh, Pharisees, even in the day of Jesus, uh, qualified some degree of cultism. And I think if you would read uh, Matthew chapter 20, verses 25 through 28 with me here, we'll read that. And, and this is Jesus talking here, Matthew 20, starting verse 25. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to, to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And then the Apostle Paul, he would write to the church in Galatia, and Galatians chapter 5, the first verse is, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. And so we, we have this spiritual freedom that we cannot have if we're in a cult. And so we need to understand that, uh, yes, we have to obey uh, the Christ's law. We should want to obey Christ's law. And again, let's read here in Galatians uh, chapter 3, verses, uh, let's start with verse 26. I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull my Bible up here as... As I'm talking, verse 26, for in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free. There is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to to the promise. And so we need to, that's why it's so important to read your Bible and, and study. The more you read your Bible, I mean over and over and over and over and over again. I, I read it just to read it. I read it to study it. Uh, I read it and pull out words and do word studies. And yes, it takes time. And I wish I had more time today to do that than, than I really have. Uh, and there's just cycles in everybody's life where you have more time than others. But you can always listen to the to the Word of God. I mean, we we listen to it. We downloaded it on, on our on our phone, and we listen to it at night uh, on the Bluetooth speaker. That's all we listen to in our bedroom is the Word of God. Going down the road, we have it on a CD. Uh, we can listen to it uh, constantly. And that's what we really need to do, and we do it with different versions so that we can get a better feel of the Bible. And so we all have our favorite version, and I use the New American Standard Update a lot on this podcast, but I also use the English Standard Version and occasionally the NIV. And I like the English version for the deaf because I worked with deaf people for so long. Uh, that I use that occasionally. It, it, it's good to, to pull out different versions of the Bible and read it and study what it has to say and the topic that you're trying to, to search out. And, and so I hope that answers your question. 
not everybody is a cult and and so they might be false teachers but that doesn't necessarily make them a cult and so because I know lots of groups who are claim, uh, fingered as being a cult and they're really not okay and there's some that are cults and yes I, I would agree with that you know Mormons Jehovah's Witness, Seventh-day Adventist uh, those are the top of my head but and I know there's more they do not believe in the deity of Christ and if we can't agree on that uh, we're probably not going to get very far in our discussion and until we can come to terms with, with who Jesus really is because he is the center of the entire universe he is the center of Christ uh, in the church uh, his death, his burial, his resurrection. It's his words that we will be uh, judged by. You can read that in John chapter 8. And so you won't be judged by my words, your neighbors, uh, your pastor, preacher, uh, your parents. At the end of the day, what really matters is what Jesus has to say. And so, anyway, I, I hope that answers the question. I've kind of rambled on. I want to thank you all for listening. I appreciate that. If you have a Bible question that you want answered, please submit it through our webpage and the contact page. You can email us directly at biblicalquestion, all one word, at juno.com. And make sure you put in the subject line, Bible question or prayer request. And I don't get that email out because generally you can just do all that on the webpage. And so... Uh, please hit that like button and follow us and uh, tell your friends, your family about us. We actually have church groups now who are listening to the podcast. For Some of them are listening for their Wednesday night Bibles class or their midweek class, as they called it, uh, and Sunday morning class because yeah, they don't have a full-time preacher uh, or Bible class uh, teacher or whatever. And they listen to the podcast, and they discuss it, and they talk about it. And uh, I think that's great. Uh, we've had a lot of positive reviews, a lot of positives, and we thank God for that. And may He continue to bless our efforts here. And uh, we ask that you, you support us in any way that you can, especially uh, through prayer. And may God bless you, and may He have the glory.